Hello, everyone. I'm Desiree, your podcast host for Circle Talk. And today is actually a very, very, very special episode because we have our first special guest joining us. He is a rising Filipino artist and super, super talented. Please give a warm welcome to Ivan Francis. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey guys, this is Ivan Francis. I'm 20. I'm currently studying music technology at NYU. And yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> I've heard his music and I've heard him perform and that's why I really wanted to do this interview. So let me just, I gotta ask, before you went by Ivan Francis, I know that you were on SoundCloud first right yeah that's right yeah <laughs> and you went by i don't know if i'm gonna say it right Fodgy. yes it was Fodgy. Fodgy, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> i remember listening to your song too late right and that was amazing and i listened to it again recently still amazing thank you um, hoping you put it on spotify soon okay. <laughs> yeah um, i get yeah. that a lot <laughs> <laughs> So enough of me fangirling, we're here because I want to know your experiences being a Filipino artist. I have my, oh my god, you can't even see it, but these are the questions and we're just going to jump right into them. Alright. So the first question being, what sparked your passion for music? Uh, so, I mean, I've always been kind of like playing music because uh, what it was was it was basically my parents they're just like hey you want to do music lessons and i was like all right sounds kind of sick at first they put me into piano and i really loved playing the piano but then i got a little edgier and i was like dang i kind of want to play the electric guitar in a rock band because oh. i had like rock band three on the wii and like i was just addicted to playing the guitar and guitar hero too like totally totally like part of it so i asked them if they could put me in guitar lessons and i ended up going to guitar for a couple years like more than a couple years i don't even remember how many now the default number is like six or seven years eight years of lessons i don't know it, it was a while but um yeah no after that i was just like damn music is epic <laughs> <laughs> so did music always play a part in all aspects of your life like family friends school what's oh, your that's, that's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah um for family, like whenever that we'd have like a get together, <laughs> like I, my parents either asked me to bring like a ukulele or a guitar or whatever. Like uh, every single time when we go to like a gathering, we're asked to perform. My brother and I, and so like I'm I'm performing like most, well, not as much anymore. Uh, well, especially with COVID, but even before that, not as much anymore. I'm not really like performing at the family gatherings anymore. But yeah, no, that definitely was like a huge part of like my musical growth as a child, uh, as I was growing up. But like with friends, like I had like a, a a band back in junior high with like a couple of my friends. You know, I had a, a, a we were just we were just performing at like we had like two gigs total. I think one of them was like at my friend's um grandma's birthday party that we had in the community center here and then the other one was at uh like some bar in like eagle rock or something like that and it was totally like filipino run like all the acts were filipino filipina and like it was just crazy <laughs> and then uh school wise um i actually oh my god i don't know if this is already a question in the future wait i gotta review real quick <laughs> You're good, you're good. 
<laughs> That's so awkward. Okay, okay, wait. I'm checking. I'm checking. You're good. Okay, all right. And then, okay, okay. And then <laughs> it is a question of the future. It's literally the next question. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, where should I start over? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's making the podcast. That's making the podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. It's fine. I'll continue. Um, For okay. school, I mean, I've always played in the talent show. Like, ever since I started playing music, I think it was like my first talent show was the fourth grade. And then I don't think I've ever missed a talent show since then. Unless, wait. No, I think there was this one talent show where I, I don't think I made the act. I didn't make so the you're cut. fake. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, for real. I didn't make it. I think it was like the eighth grade talent show or something like that. And I didn't make the cut. I don't remember what I performed. Yeah. Um, oh, look at you now. Yeah, I totally didn't make the cut. Oh, man. I don't even remember what we were trying to perform, but we were trying to do this like band thing in like eighth grade with like my brother and like one of my friends and we were trying to like do this band thing, but it did not work out. Did not work out. They're just holding you down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, I would, okay, well, moving on to our next question. <laughs> when and how did you realize that you wanted to pursue music as your career? Or maybe? Okay, this one's, a, this one's kind of a doozy. So, I actually used to want to be a programmer, a computer science major, uh, because, you know, I love video games. And so... Filipinos in like, STEM! Let's go! <laughs> but, um, no, I totally wanted to, like, start programming games and stuff like that. I was like, maybe I'll, you know, yeah so eventually I was just doing that and then I think it was my sophomore year it was my sophomore year when I like I just like started making like songs like beats and stuff just like okay this is kind of fun you know making beats here and there and then like I was like huh what if I make a song so I uh ended up um just like making something producing something and then I was like all right I'm gonna put it out there and that one was fun. It was like a remix of like Michael Jackson. I think I got like copyright striked. I didn't even, that was that was like not even my own song. I just totally just remixed it. And then after that, I ended up making my own song. I was like, dang, this is kind of fun. Uh, and I just kept doing that. But for a while, I was still like, yeah, computer science is like totally like the thing. And then I made another song. I think it was after, I think it was after uh, Too Late. It was after Too Late when um, I was like, wait, I kind of actually really want to do this, like moving forward, um, because uh, there was this one upperclassman, uh, Connor, uh, at my school, and he was uh, taking uh, audio engineering or like in in the business of like music technology. And I was like, well, I mean, he's doing it, and it it totally like opened my eyes up to like you know like I could definitely do something like this in my career. So I scrapped the computer science idea and I was like full full 360 and uh, not even 360 180 right because 360 would turn you back to where you were before <laughs> a total 180 <laughs> and i was like all right you know what i kind of want to do music technology so basically from there on i was just like all right this is what i'm doing now and i totally i'm totally in love with it it's awesome that is amazing filipinos in music let's go let's go <laughs> typically it's uncommon or rare for filipino youth to pursue the arts as their major or career can you describe your experience telling your family oh man okay so at first i was scared i was like i don't know <laughs> i can't believe i'm doing this because at first i told my counselor i was Ooh. like i kind of want to do this uh, and you know 
and it was insane because uh yeah no it was insane because uh, i don't know if i, I can say this <laughs> Her, her son is actually the upperclassman that was taking audio engineering. So <laughs> she was like my main mentor because I was like, I don't know how to tell my parents like what, but she was totally chill about it because she was like, yeah, like I totally saw like as a young child, my, my son like could totally do this. So honestly, if you just tell your parents that this is what you want to do, like I feel like they'd understand if they, you know, especially mm -hmm. if they see it in you. So that kind of, it took a couple days to simmer. I didn't, you know, I was still scared to tell my parents because, you know, I've, I've just been telling them computer science, computer science, like all the time. Mm -hmm. But I was, I finally just told them, hey, like, I, I kind of want to go into audio engineering or like music production or anything like that. And at first they were like, like completely like shocked because it was total 180. And, um, but they were understanding, which is what I'm very grateful for. So they were very understanding of it. Uh, they were like, okay, all right. And then they they kind of were like worried that there was like no job stability and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I assured them like, you know, nothing really ever comes from like, if you don't really, what is it? You, you can't get what you don't try for, I guess. If you put oh. the effort in it, you'll, you'll get, you reap what you sow. So. After that, they got more comfortable with it, and then they really, really, like, started really supporting me after that. And my dad, like, bought me my first audio setup. It was insane. I was like, thanks, dad. This is so awesome. So it, it was awesome after that. But um, besides my immediate family, it was actually really scary to tell, like, my aunts and uncles. Ooh, thank you. Like, I actually seek out, like, a lot of their um, approval, right? So, yeah, like, telling them was kind of scary uh i was getting the uh the whole like the the whole stem major talk and like, kind of like dissuading me a little bit but being like you know you could do whatever you want but there are my aunts and uncles that actually do support what i'm doing so i actually like really appreciate that um but you know what was i gonna say so, something else entirely but i totally lost my train of thought <laughs> do you remember what it was like for you like writing your first song Oh man. I mean, okay. Writing my first song and like actually releasing it was was like kind of insane. Um yeah, I totally remember it like so very vividly because it was like I think it was like like two in the morning and I like finished I started making it like two or three days before and like I was just totally like not taking it seriously, but I like was like recording i stuffed myself into my closet with the microphone so that like the sound wouldn't bounce everywhere like made myself like a little bit of an audio booth in there it was crazy and i remember that um <clears throat> yeah it was like two in the morning and i just kept listening to it over and over again i was like all right whatever and then i just posted it and like it was so insane to just hit that upload button and like put your music out there for the very first time like i'm not the only one who's gonna listen to this anymore like anyone can listen to this now and so like being able to just like garner like an audience i mean i, I didn't know that i was gonna have an audience it was mostly just for like whoever wanted to listen to it because like like I, I just it was fun to just make so yeah it was insane to like just finally hit the upload button and just be like wow that's like my first song that I've ever put out. Like I totally wrote that. 
kind of insane. <laughs> was your first song Too Late or was it a different one? Yeah, I have another song. Uh, before Too Late, I made Missing You, which is like a really, really old one. Uh, but that one's like, that one's classic fashion. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, no, that one's the first one that I like wrote lyrics to and like actually released. So that, that one was fun. So what inspired your first song? What inspired my first song? Well, honestly, when did I make my first song? Either sophomore year or freshman year, something like that. But I was just totally like going through it. I was like sad boy Ivan. Like, I was just like, oh man, I feel so alone. Let me make a song about that. <laughs> so that's basically it. I mean, it was it's really nothing deeper than that for, <laughs> for that very first song. It's just like, all right, I just kind of need something to write about. What am I feeling right now? But no, from there, it kind of like exploded because it was like, man, now I can kind of just write whatever I feel about and then I can just talk about what I'm feeling about and people can listen to it in like an art form that's like different than like talking. I literally, for the uh, the cover, I don't know if it's still the cover photo of it. It might be, but the cover photo, like I literally just got like a bunch of palm trees, put it in Photoshop and then like put it sideways I was like, okay, this is aesthetically pleasing. I'm so, I'm so awesome and edgy that I just got palm trees and I put it sideways. So I totally, um, I hadn't, I had no idea what I was doing. I was so nervous, but oh, like, it is. yeah, it's, it's so, <laughs> I'm so stuck there right now. <laughs> anyways, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks really good. <laughs> I'm looking through it. All right, all right. I believe that there's a song called <laughs> Mine yep. at Night. Care to give a little bit more of a background. All right. <laughs> I told my friends, I'm gonna make a Minecraft parody, all right? I was so inspired. I was like, all right, I'm gonna make a Minecraft parody. So they're like, bet. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. So I was um, I was going through like the Post Malone stance. And he has this song called oh shoot, Spoil My Night with Sway Lee, I think. I think. I might be wrong. But I was like, all right. Like, whenever I jokingly in the car, whenever that song comes on, like, instead of saying Spoil My Night, Spoil My Night, Spoil My Night, which is like the hook or the chorus, I sing Mine at Night. And I was like, this is totally like Minecraft parody material. So I, I just like ran with it. So I grabbed the, uh, the beat online. And then I just started like rewriting the lyrics, like making sure that it still rhymed in the same way. Yeah, um, that one is, <laughs> that what? one is, uh, th that one is quite epic. Let's, let's <laughs> play a little bit. All right, we? all right. <laughs> I just really want to, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What does the meme say on it? <laughs> It's so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god. No, oh I my god. That's the best so one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sing that song so terribly, but it's to sell the it's to it's to sell the uh, the meme, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I honestly, there's there's some moments in time where I'm like, man, should I pull this song down? Like, should I? <laughs> no. Should, <laughs> I I, think... should I pull this song down? But then like, the other part of me is like, yo, why 
why would you pull that down like that that is such a chef's kiss like yeah that's... <laughs> i just no, listen to it um... very very much <laughs> Oh my god, that song is uh yeah no I love that song. My friends love that song, so I can't pull it down because they love it so much. Like you should put it on Spotify. <laughs> Since we are in the middle of a pandemic, right. how has it been um, finding inspiration for your music? Oh man, it's been the worst. Honestly, it's been the worst. Like I, so I was writing a song before I came from back from New York, and I totally just like I was like. Dang, I I cannot write anything for this, so I totally like did not write absolutely anything until like November or maybe like so, something like that, mm-hmm. September something like September ish. So I started writing a new song. Like I totally scrapped the other one like that I had like seventy five percent written. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. I'm just gonna make a new song. So yeah, I started doing that and. Oh man, it was. It's been really. Uh, it's been really rough to have inspiration because uh, usually you're kind of like out and about, you know, talking to people, like sharing experiences with people, and like even kind of just being outside and like walking around or like looking at everything instead of being like cooped up in a in a room, mm-hmm. which can be like you know, which can lend to inspiration. But it's you know we're 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 meant to be outside. You know, we're meant to interact with each other, and so it's been kind of like a, a drain and a kind of like a bummer. But you know, uh, eventually, I kind of like started, you know, clicking, and uh, yeah, I mean, it it's been difficult, but I kind of got the, the the groove back again. Yeah. Oh, well, as you said, like you attend NYU, but you're all the way from California. That's like coast to coast. That's like must be a really crazy transition. So, what attracted you to like? want to move all the way out there well firstly um there's not enough um music in california like there's not enough like music programs specifically for music technology so majority of my schools were on the east coast so i mean that's like obviously like i was forced not forced to but like i didn't have that much of a choice right right but i mean the east coast um is incredible uh the music scene in new york city is insane completely like underground kind of like uh very organic the way that you gain a scene or an audience there um the like the the way that people are so close to each other in new york city like physically and also you know like relationship wise um is uh it's kind of like you can get a lot of uh you can you get you get to know a lot of cool people so yeah it's really cool uh like just the uh total switch up yeah um, between the west coast and the east coast is uh is yeah it's a cool transition but not not an easy one yeah (laughs) definitely um even though like you found stuff that you love in the east coast do you ever get like very homesick when you're there oh man yeah for sure i i definitely get homesick all the time like i i definitely miss like california just in general like and the fact that um like i can kind of just I think one of the, just like being home with family and friends and even my girlfriend is like, yeah, it's it's really nice to be kind of like with the people that I've known throughout my entire life, but it's also really nice to get to know new people. Mm-hmm. But you know, one of my uh, favorite things that I get to do here that I don't get to do in New York is drive. Like driving uh, is like such a staple mm-hmm. uh, here in SoCal. 
that it's like insane that like I mean it's not insane that I can't drive there but yeah. it, the um the fact that I can't just like go into my little bubble like my cocoon and just like go around it, it's kind of uh you're always exposed to someone else like you're you never really have that kind of like alone time like you could be in a park sitting alone in a park right but it's not really the same where you get to sit in your own room like you know like i shared with my roommates and stuff like that but i mean it was it was fun but <laughs> i didn't have get to have that uh the ability to be like apart yeah what is your favorite song that you've written and released or haven't released okay i mean i think my favorite song that i've written is the one that i'm going to release i think that one is i think that's my favorite one so far uh just because um it's kind of like uh it's kind of touching back on my kind of like foggy roots i guess the whole like lo-fi kind of thing going on uh I'm, i'm kind of like going back to that kind of route um but uh the um the lyrical content <laughs> of this song um it was fun to write it was very fun to write so yeah so um so this song you start you said like you started during the pandemic yeah i did start the song during the pandemic yeah. so what kind of like like told you like oh like i need to write the song or like i want to write a song it comes from a place of like just experience and like wanting to just like kind of highlight some sort of like situations or experiences that you know either i or other people can go through like basically anyone can go through and so i kind of want it to be like uh just something that you can listen to and be like huh i kind of relate to that that's kind of insane mm-hmm. that, that's kind of the kind of vibe that i'm going for that's that's what i that that's one of the things that inspires me to make music just like the fact that i can share my experiences or share like experiences or situations like that and like have other people who are listening kind of just like have like a connection to that kind of thing or not i mean you could blast driver's license and like totally not relate to anything that's happening but like totally vibe with it yeah i definitely agree i feel like it's it's so nice like when you can relate but then also if you can't just like the vibes are always good oh for sure definitely who would you say are like your top three musical inspirations? Top three. Hmm. Well, when I first started making music, I'd have to say my, my number one inspiration, which like inspired songs like my songs too late, was XXXTentacion. Uh, he was like the number one guy. He was like the one who kind of like, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say he's the only one, but he kind of like softened up. Not even softened up, like he um he made it so that i guess he made it so that i okay when i listened to xxxtentacion <laughs> i was like dang you could be like super like emotionally vulnerable when you make music like usually like the songs that i listen to on the radio were like you know, yeah it's party time but <clears throat> like when i listen to x it's like dang like this is this is pretty emotional so he's like definitely like hardcore like top hitter and then i'm gonna have to give like another inspirational artist to joji for sure like um the 88 joji. <laughs> uh, oh yeah for sure faji joji yeah um the 88 rising um 
whole like thing that they got going on, like the the label that they have going on, is absolutely incredible. It's incredibly inspiring for like artists like me, um, who are kind of like, you know, I kind of want to do this, but I don't know if I should do this. But no, Joji, um, like way before uh, before I even knew what 88 Rising was, I saw like two of his songs on this channel called 88 Rising. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa! Why is Joji's music on Eighty Rising?" Uh, I don't know what it is, but I think I thought it was run by Joji.、Uh, huh. Me and like a bunch of other people online were like, "Yeah, like who runs Eighty Rising?" We, we had no idea because it kind of came out of nowhere.、Yeah. But yeah, yeah, his two songs were on there. "Don't Rain on Me" and "I Don't Want to Waste My Time." Those are those are good. Oh man, "Don't Rain on Me." Oh God, totally! I love the、uh, the vocal harmonies that he has. He's just like he's like humming and like saying nonsense. But man, I love Joji. He's awesome.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like and the then, background rain sound.、Yeah. So、oh、good. man! Oh, totally! I totally like kind of ripped from that. Like <laughs> I know floating. I listen to floating, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally like Joji. Also, like the、uh, the chord progression and floating is is interpolated from World Star Money. Um. And the、uh, the whole kind of like background ambiance, yeah, I, it's yeah, totally、uh, totally Jojified. <laughs> But、um, no, I love Joji so much.、Um, and then number three artists,、um, I think that I mean I gotta go back to my alternative roots. One of my favorite alternative <laughs> bands of all time is Radiohead. Radiohead is the best. Creep,、um, obviously, is the like one of the most popular songs. But like the, they, they're so awesome. They use like such weird sounds in their their music that it's like wow, you could really like put a bunch of like BS. I mean, it's not BS, but <laughs> it's like you could really put a lot of、um, like abstract sounds that no one's ever really heard before in a song and totally make it just bop. And they are also very、um, very edgy. Uh, in their lyrical content, so、uh, it's definitely a very, very、uh, alternative for sure. But I love Radiohead so much. Yeah,、hmm, I really like your inspiration. I feel like they all do work together and they inspire your sound. How would you、um, describe like your sound or like your music? Shoot. Okay. So this is a.、Uh, I um. I was going through a period. Well, I honestly. The thing is, I don't really know exactly what it is quite yet. I kind of had it down back in the Faji days, but then I kind of wanted to switch it up, so I released Pawn, which is like totally different than everything. I still really enjoyed making that song.、Uh, that one's more of like a R&B kind of thing. But I would describe myself more like a kind of like a. Yeah, here we, we're just gonna put like a bunch of labels <laughs> on it. <this. laughs> kind of like a lo-fi, kind of alternative, like R&B hip hop thing going on. That, that's basically. Well, what I'm、I、different.、Do. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm different. No, <laughs> but、um, no, I, that's definitely kind of like the the, the vibe, the, the, the genre, I guess I would say. How has your culture play a played a part in your music career? Okay. I think that we as Filipinos, Filipinos we <laughs> we're really good at like genre. Like we could we could basically perform any genre. Like 
on the karaoke nights, you know, <laughs> like when we're trying to get down, you know, we could whip out some Ariana, we could whip out some Celine, but sometimes we could whip out, I don't know, Nirvana, and then we could whip out like basically like, you know, two chains, like anyone, anyone, literally, we are, I think the best part about the culture is that we are so very, um, what is it? What is the word? Like, we're very, um, I know where you're. I know where you're getting because yeah, we're very. Uh, shoot, we're very. <laughs> but I can't describe it either. <laughs> I know I can't describe it. Um, like, we're very open. We're very open to. I mean, there's yeah. a better word for it, but yeah. <laughs> we're very open to um, just like other other cultures and stuff like that. And so we kind of like we just have a lot of fun, kind of just like doing like a just like a hodgepodge of you know musical styles. We, we, we appreciate a lot of musical styles. So I think that's that's a huge part of um, my musical background. So what's your fondest memory of music? One of my fondest memories is, <laughs> this is so funny. I love telling this story. So after the seventh grade talent show, oh, all right, okay. I was performing with my buddy. We did I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> Such a classic. I am so emo. Oh my God. But after I perform, and I think that was one of my first performances where I like actually like sang. So, cause I'd never really sang before. So, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Seventh grade talent show popped off. There were these two girls, like w- like not way older than me, but they looked like they were high schoolers, right? And they came up to me after I performed and after the talent show was done. And they were like, can I get a picture with you? And so like, I was like, I, I was speechless. I didn't know what to do. I was like, okay sure and I was like a little seventh grader and I had no idea what I was doing oh my god but that was it's so funny I had no idea but uh total total chick magnet for sure after that seventh grade challenge no total chick magnet no but that was insane that's literally one of my uh fondest memories just because it's so funny like I never would have expected that as you're saying friends did did they like play a big part in you like your musical awakening oh yeah i mean definitely um <laughs> like when they told me that it was like good mm-hmm. and like they they weren't like saying it because they were just my friends but like they actually were, like dang like this is actually like pretty good like when i started like making mm-hmm. music that was uh like that positive affirmation like really really helped out and the fact that they support me like they show up like people my songs like mm-hmm. like they, they were totally shouting out my song like everyone at school like knew that i made a song just because my friends kept telling everyone that i was made a song and then like other people started hearing about it like at other schools and then like i started getting like listeners in like norway or something like that that was kind of insane to me but um no my friends are super supportive they um like even before i even started making music like we just totally jammed together and we we just like sang songs and we're like yeah this is like this is the best one of the some of the greatest memories of my entire life are literally just like playing guitar or someone else like brought a guitar and we're just like we're just vibing we're just singing how many instruments do you play oh man okay all right i play the drums i play the guitar i play the ukulele i play the piano i play the trumpet (laughs) and i mean i started to play violin a little but i'm kind of trash at that (laughs) and then i sing 
but that, 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 that's an instrument. So that's basically wow. the extent of the uh, the instruments that I play, really. So you're very, very talented. No, 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 no. You have to give yourself some credit. Like, learn no, all the, of the that. only ones I'm really like, like decent at is the guitar, trumpet, and like maybe the piano. That's it. I mean, what's of the trumpet? That's kind oh of an oddball. <laughs> oh my god, I love the trumpet. Greatest, like one of the greatest instruments of all time. Seventh grade band. I was in the band mm-hmm. in my middle school, and I I played in the uh, the concert band and the jazz band. The jazz band, my family right there. I totally loved playing in the jazz band. Oh my god, jazz is like. But uh, no, I, I love I love playing in the jazz band. Trumpet is is the greatest. Shout out to shout out to my middle middle school uh, band teacher, <laughs> Mr. Stefan. <laughs> okay, that okay. The trumpet makes more sense now because I was like, it has to be band, unless he's just like, wow, the trumpet. That was a really an instrument I really want to play. <laughs> um. So, as you mentioned before, you went by Fodgy. Right. And now you go by Ivan Francis. Right, right, right. Care to explain the origins of Fodgy and why you decide to, like, I guess, rebrand? Okay, sure. So, Fodgy. Oh my God. So, <laughs> this was kind of like a. So, I told you I played games, right? That's why I want to be a computer. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, my gamer tag was Sir Fudge Cakes. Okay, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I've never eaten fudge cake in my life. I don't even think I've still eaten fudge cake in my entire life, right? And so after that, I kind of like, oh my God, I have a thermometer in my hand. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I was just like fiddling with it. But um, so, what is it? Okay, so my gamer tag was Sir Fudge Cakes. And after that, I got a little edgier, right? So I dropped the Sir part because I, you know. So now I went by Fudge Cakes. I'm like, well, I mean, so edgy. Right, right. So then I was like, I got even edgier. And then I just went by fudge. So I'm like, all right, cool. Fudge is cool. So my first song actually, um, what is it? The Michael Jackson remix um, was I was by I I was going by fudge, but like right next to it. And it was like, oh, my God, I don't even remember what the genre was anymore. But the, the genre is like future, future, future pop or something like that. And um, like all the artists, they like stylize their names with like Japanese text, like kanji and stuff like that. And katakana and hiragana, like all, all the different types of like Japanese text. So next to fudge, I was like, well, I kind of want to do that. I, I kind of want to put like Japanese text next to fudge. So I literally Google translated like fudge and what came up was fudgy. So I kind of just like copied it and pasted it. And so it was Fudgy, and then next to it was Fudge. And so after that, I was like, well, I mean, Fudgy kind of sounds kind of sick. So I um, I, I just dropped the uh, the whole Fudge thing and I just like, just wrote it out in, uh, in they call it Romaji, which is just like English text. So yeah, that, that's basically the origin of Fudgy, right? Fudge <laughs> cake. Yeah, yeah. Is it, what is a Fudge cake? Isn't that just like chocolate cake? Is yeah, it? I th- I think so, but I think it's like a little deeper than that. I think it's like, <laughs> oh my god, oh, I was about to say, yeah, it's like chocolate cake. Oh my god, wait, you never you had know, chocolate cake? I still don't think I've ever had fudge cake. Like, like yeah, it's literally chocolate cake, but instead of like, it, they put fudge in the middle. And so like, you've never had a chocolate fudge cake. 
I don't think I've ever had a chocolate fudge cake. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find a place. I think. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find a place. Oh my god, Cheesecake Factory has a fudge cake. I'm In a, your I'm 20 years of living. Yeah, I have never <laughs> had a fudge cake, and this is literally like the basis of like my gamer tag and even like my oh first my artist name. Yeah, I literally have never had a fudge cake. So like okay obviously you had to have a thought process like with your gamer tag fudge cake i was like <laughs> like i was like 10 so maybe not you know <laughs> i mean like maybe not i was maybe i was just hungry like mm. i was probably just hungry you know i was just like mm, yeah yeah i get that cake sounds good fudge, fudge cake yeah i never had a fudge cake before oh you know what it was okay <laughs> Oh my god, I totally- that unlocked a memory for me. Okay, I would say fudge all the time instead of saying the, the F word. Instead of saying the F word. So, I mean, it wasn't like to say like F cake. No, it was just fudge cake. But I was just like addicted to saying the word fudge like over and over again that I guess like I just thought of fudge cake. I That's, that's the reason why it was fudge cake. That is exactly it. I was just saying, I was like on a fudge stint because I thought I was edgy without saying like the F word that I would just say fudge. So fudge cake. Yeah, that's, that is, that is it, that is it. I think that's a beautiful origin story. Very oh, much man. like a superhero origin story. Oh yeah, maybe a super <laughs> villain origin story. I'm not <laughs> super sure anymore. So um, what made you rebrand to uh, okay. Francis? I mean, besides the fact that Fudge <laughs> mostly came from my gamer tag. Um, I kind of just wanted to. Um, I don't know. I thought people like. I don't know how to say it. It's more like. Um, I guess it's more like okay, this was Fudgy, and now this is more me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like kind of like okay, you know, I'm starting to learn. Uh, who I am as an artist, um, starting to develop that. So that's kind of like the whole like that's why I incorporated my first like my first name and my middle name. Like that's that's why. It, it's mostly just because uh, I kind of wanted to kind of step away a little bit from 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 that because I was starting to kind of kind of get to know myself as an artist. That, that's, yeah, that's why I rebranded to Ivan Francis. So. so every musician has their own um, mm -hmm. way of writing music and getting inspiration. What's that process like for you? Like, okay. how did you... Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, everyone, like, totally does it different. I think, if I, I might be wrong, but Taylor Swift, like, she writes her music first and then, like, makes, like, the production to fit the song. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also artists like me, like, along with a bunch of other artists, obviously, <laughs> where they hear the, they, they make the beat and then they decide what they're gonna write about. So basically, yeah, that's that's what happens for me. Or um, I have a chord progression and I kind of like write a chorus. This is what happened with floating. I actually like was playing the chord progression and then I kind of like in the middle of lunch, I was kind of just playing it and like I came up with the, uh, the chorus. So then I went home that day and I like wrote a song like kind of just like based around the chorus. So yeah, I basically kind of just like have the, the harmonic background, like whether it be a beat or a chord progression. And then I like start either like saying like a bunch of gibberish 
uh, like singing a bunch of melodies and then writing lyrics to fit it or kind of just like saying words with melodies <laughs> and then coming up <laughs> with a song that way. Yeah, that, that's that's my songwriting process. I kind of kind of just do that. Writing music can be like a really like introspective process where you kind of like it doesn't have to be like a specific like moment in time or a specific situation in time. It could even be like an emotion in general, right? So you kind of just talk about like what you're going through. And like, I think that's really important for like a lot of people to be able to like talk about things. Like no matter how abstract it is, um, it's really important to do like to do that. And so um, just being able to write music, like even if it's like not specifically about me, like it, it's kind of just like very um, uh, centered. You kind of just like pull from your own experience. And by doing that, you kind of learn a lot about yourself and like the, uh, the things that you're going through. I think that's 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 it. Yeah. Last question to wrap yeah. this up. What would you say to the Filipino youth um, wanting to pursue music oh, man. or the arts? Okay, I would say just do it. You know, like if you put your mind to it and if you make it your passion and you put your entire heart into it, you're just, you know, you're going to you're going to do great. You, you know, don't worry about like, you know, what other people are saying, you know, kind of just just believe in yourself, because if you know in within your heart that you're passionate about it and you really want to do it and you like gain a lot of happiness out of it and you know that you're going to be able to live your life happy because you ended up pursuing music just do it you know? just do it <laughs> there's a lot of people to support you like it, 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 it there's there's a huge there's a huge community uh like around you you have family friends you know even even yourself you you, you you're your, your number one supporter, so. That was beautiful. Oscar <laughs> winning. I love that. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to take our break now. All um, right. But the show is not over yet because Ivan's going to perform um, his single that's coming out, <laughs> which we'll get into a little bit more when we come back. a cool transition i think why i'm playing that little transition is his music so you probably just heard floating by ivan francis okay so as i said i think i said a little bit before in the interview section that ivan has a new single coming out and it's called say you still love me now I feel like this is a this is a little bit like a driver's license moment. I don't know, but sounds very good. And why don't you um, tell us a little bit more about your new single? Uh, so this new single, I started writing a long, uh, not really like a long time ago, but maybe like a month or so ago. Uh, but um, yeah, I just started. It, it's my it's my quarantine song, as people have been saying. 
And um, yeah, no, I, I haven't like released a song for a while now, like a new one. So uh, it's really exciting to get to to release new content. So without further ado, here is Say You Still Love Me by Ivan Francis. Thank you. Say you still love me, tell you I'm sorry. Don't have to worry, hide the way that I'm hurting I'm so tired, about to give up She told me that I'm not enough Wishing that I paid no mind Think about you all the time I'm lost and exhausted Take it slow, proceed with caution All alone, call your phone No control, no control are we all tonight? I just wanna be by your side Be the end of me, got an entropy No one said it had to be complicated And we don't gotta worry about nothing Doing anything to feel something Drank too much, I'm faded All my nights I'm wasted Say you still love me Tell you I'm sorry Don't have to worry Hide the way that I'm hurting I'm so tired about to give up She told me that I'm not enough Wishing that I paid no mind Think about you all the time Hello, call my line when you're hurting I don't care, so my soul and I'm broken I don't know what all this means But I'm tearing at the seams We just play pretend I said the things I said You know, you know, you know We gotta let it go I wish I could say it's all of the same shit Wishing I'm by your side I'm not alright I'm out of time Say you still love me Tell you I'm sorry Don't have to worry Hide the way I'm hurting I'm so tired, about to give up She told me that I'm not enough Wishing that I paid no mind Think about you all the time Say you still love me Tell you I'm sorry Don't have to worry Hide the way that I'm hurting I'm so tired, about to give up She told me that I'm not enough Wishing that I paid no mind Think about you all the time. That was freaking amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm literally fangirling inside. You are so, you are so talented. Oh my Thank goodness. Thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. So as you said, that is like your quarantine song. Um. Did anything like influence? Besides quarantine, did anything like influence like the story behind it or like? Like, oh yeah like this is the why those are those lyrics and stuff <laughs> it's more just like uh like it's more of like an introspective piece kind of thing going on like where i'm kind of just like playing off of this emotion 
uh, of like, kind of like, yo, I kind of messed up. Will you take me back? But like, I don't know if like this is gonna happen anymore, kind of thing. That's yeah. I really like that. It was, it was so good. Like, oh, I can't you. wait for it to come out <laughs> and play it on repeat. So if you guys enjoyed that song, it'll be released on February 12th. Yup. Um, I'm gonna guess that it'll just be released that midnight. Or yeah, <laughs> uh, so the way that it works, for some reason it releases on Eastern Standard Time. So for West Coastians, uh, it'll come out on Thursday at 9 p.m. So I, oh. I, I didn't know that until very recently. Well, not I didn't know that until I released the other songs, but yeah. So you heard it here. <laughs> if you want to listen to it, just look out for February 12th or the day before <laughs> at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for, oh, for sure. letting me bombard you with questions and even giving <laughs> us a little performance. That was amazing. Anything else that you would like to add before we sign off? I'd like to thank Circle Asian for having me on this podcast. And I'd also like to thank Desiree for uh, interviewing me with these wonderful questions. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. Uh, I hope that you guys stick around for some more. And um, follow me on my social media. I'm Ivan Francisco on all social media. Um, I'm Ivan Francis on Spotify and all, all the major platforms. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Also, his single will be out on Spotify. I'm guessing also SoundCloud. And not sure what else, but you know, wherever they stream music, it'll be there. Promise. Basically, <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> so now I gotta read off my little like sign-off script. So sure. thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please visit our website at circulation.org and our Instagram at circulation for more content. Special thanks to ivan once more and please 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 check him out because he's super talented i feel like i keep saying that but besides me being a fangirl like literally <laughs> he's going places i swear to you um so i guess a little sign off catchphrase is remember to always appreciate educate and advocate for a better tomorrow thank you everyone <laughs> thank you <laughs>